0: Hello friends and welcome back to Rebel Hearts. This is finally episode 63. I feel like the fucking Hess truck because I'm back and I'm better than ever and I'm here, kind of, I guess. Uh, I don't know, I just felt like that was a really good reference to make after being gone for like, what, eight months? Um, It has been uh, interesting. I did not think that May 2020 was going to be the last time I was going to record for a while, but It just happened. Uh, I mean, as everybody listening probably has already felt themselves that the last year, a lot of stuff just gets in the way or things unexpectedly happen. And it's just a lot of stuff um, came up within the music industry as far as a lot of Bands getting canceled or having to do note tap apologies and a lot of allegations around so many people. It felt like every day there's something new and just so many victims reliving trauma. I just, I couldn't sit down and grasp all of it and just make a podcast episode. So I kind of just let my Twitter do everything for me and just kind of stayed away from making an episode. But, um, with that, I have been trying to come back for months, but I just haven't had any ideas on what to do for an episode, and it's been really hard trying to think of things and also come back and give good content because I I started this podcast in 2017, which is wild to think about, and um, I started it because I wanted to educate people and I wanted to create a safe space for women in the industry, and I just feel like sometimes, and I've spoken about this in previous episodes last year, that. I got away with from that a little bit when I was just talking about the same mainstream celebrity women. And yes, there were things that we absolutely had to talk about regardless of how big they were. But I kind of just got a little lazy in the sense of I just wasn't giving new fresh content. And that's not to say that I have anything planned to do that just just yet. But Um, 2021, I really want to make this podcast shine a little brighter, if not brighter than it did when I first created it. And I'm looking forward to making something really, really awesome. And I just want to say that it's been really cool to see so many people still support this after so long of being dormant and so many people being excited about coming back and I've had so many people that I've reached out to to collaborate in the last year that have always said yes, even though I've asked them like four or five times and just gave them nothing. Um, It's just been, it, it's been a wild roller coaster of a ride just with this in general outside of, you know, the pandemic and just getting back to a regular routine. But Today's episode is going to be super fun. Uh, I brought my longtime internet friend Paige on to just kind of talk. Um, we didn't really have a direction. I just kind of I've been hitting her up for for almost a year now, just with different ideas. And this time, I just told her I was like, "Why don't we just talk?" Because Paige has been in the music industry and she's done she's worn many a hats in the music industry. And I just I really love her as a person. And she came back to YouTube yesterday, as of. Um, t- she took a hiatus for over a year. And it was just really wild that at the same time, we both decided that we were going to come back. Um, we didn't really have directions. Her YouTube video, she's kind of just reintroducing herself. And this new podcast episode, I'm just kind of starting a little fresh. So I hope you guys enjoy me and Paige just kind of talking. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was nice to interact with another human that I don't live with, or, you know, the same Two friends that I see every now and again, and I look forward to the future. I I have one episode planned so far with a friend of mine. We're gonna hopefully hopefully record on Sunday. Uh, I'm putting it in this episode so you guys can hold me accountable and I can hold myself accountable for that. But um, I don't know. I'm just not planning as much as I used to, which is scary, but also kind of freeing. I I do so much on Twitter as far as you know updates and retweets and talking about relevant topics and being present in the moment when things matter. And I want to do that on the podcast, but only if it feels right and only if I'm giving content that you guys deserve. And I want to be as factual as possible and as educational as possible. And I look forward to doing that in 2021. I mean, it's almost April and this is my first episode back, but hey, things can happen. I, I, I've, been planning a couple of collaborations whether I actually have you know things to do with them or not is questionable but uh yeah uh, I'm looking forward to the reception on this episode I'm looking forward to recording this weekend and seeing what the future holds so I hope you guys enjoy this episode with Paige as much as I did and let's let's get it going
1: listen it was actually two years (laughs)
0: Okay, no joke. I'm extra I sc- terrible. <laughs> I scrolled through your channel and I was like, wait, how long did she really take off? I was so confused. I don't know what you've done with your channels. It's because I um got rid of most of the videos. That's what I figured. I was like, I don't know what is happening here. I was hoping if I got rid of
1: them, then all of the people that came to tell me they were going to like kill my family would just not come back. I figured that would be a safe way to be like, you don't know me. I'm just here. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, I know you and I didn't even know what the hell was going on. So, I mean.
1: I'm doing great. <laughs> this is exactly what I wanted.
0: So, did you just, did you do that recently before you came back or did you do that before?
1: I um had a conversation with a friend that I used to do YouTube with um, and we both kind of were like, we miss YouTube, <laughs> miss the good old days when it was fun. And so, we were like, well, like who's stopping us from just coming back and ignoring all the things that didn't make it fun? Like we're old now, why not? Right. So um, we both decided to come back. So I was like preparing for that. And I was like, I'm just going to get rid of a bunch of videos, get rid of all the old playlists because I don't want it to look music focused anymore if anybody comes through because that's like you can go somewhere else for that. I don't want to be part of that anymore on YouTube, like the same way. So um, I just was like getting rid of stuff where I was like, I don't want this to be like the moving forward channel perception. Mm mm-hmm. And then YouTube sent me an email being like, hey, if you don't post a video literally in the next week, we're going to start taking away permissions from your channel because you've been gone too long. And I was like, how did you know I just had this conversation? So like cool. our big shebang, like, we're both back. Whoa, crazy video thing got ruined because oh, um, no. <laughs> YouTube was like, you better post something immediately or else. Like, good old threat from Susan. Why not? <laughs> so.
0: Thanks, Susie. Can't take away predators, but like, hey.
1: Right. Can't take away Never mind. I'm not going to get into this. <laughs> Inf- in-
0: influencers? Yo, yeah. you act like I don't watch drama channels on YouTube.
1: Oh, no. I was just going to go into my own personal gripes about YouTube, but also oh. all the influencers that have been out partying this whole time. Like, punish them. Come on.
0: Oh, th- no. Like, th- she gets bank from them.
1: Mm-hmm. I know. I,
0: uh, I recently became a big D'Angelo Wallace fan.
1: I love him.
0: He is so great. Yeah. I don't, like I don't know just, why I was, he's amazing.
1: He His videos get so many views. It almost seems like unreal. Like it yeah, doesn't he, seem like a human number.
0: He has like, he just hit a million on his like side channel, like his yeah. 10 minute video channel. <laughs> and I'm like, D'Angelo, what are you doing, bro? Mm-hmm. He's awesome. I fucking love him. Yeah. I, I live, like- I live for everything that he does because he's so petty, but like so smart he's so smart he makes me want to be like a professional
1: Mm -hmm. i want to be (laughs) professional at being petty it's the way he delivers it makes you feel like you can't even be mad about it or go like you just have to accept it
0: he's right (laughs) did you watch his video of like he went after some uh some girl that went after him and she turned out to be like this pedophile Mm -hmm. oh my god was it lester yes it was her Mm yo those videos were great
1: yeah that was wild because i've seen her before and i was like yo that lady sucks and then when i saw him talking about her i was like "Ooh, let's see what's up and then i was like wow she really sucks good job oh my God.
0: <laughs> i love i loved his video on that vegan teacher because he just went in
1: <laughs> oh it's just like sometimes it's just nice to hear other people say things and be like yeah you're right especially now when i don't get to have conversations with people most of the time It's just like, wow, it's so nice to hear other people say things and be like, I agree. I haven't had this feeling. (laughs) I'm right. Oh, it's nice.
0: It's so fucking weird to me how we both decided at the same time we were going to take, we were going to come back after year-long hiatuses. I (laughs) actually
1: went to look up the astro charts and then forgot. Um, But I was going to see like what's happening in the planets right now that would inspire change. Because there was, everybody was talking about the Pisces moon and they were like, or was it Pisces season? I really don't remember. But everybody was like, if you're it's having Pisces crazy season. dreams. Yeah. But I wasn't sure if there was a crossover of both at the same time because everybody started having really messed up dreams. And I was like way in that boat. I was having dreams. I got kidnapped and was trapped in someone's basement. Like I was stressed. I was waking up like, what does it mean? Is it a premonition? Am I going to die? And then everybody's like, no, it's just Pisces. Pisces. I was like, that makes it's sense. Just Pisces. Pisces. It just makes sense to me.
0: And you just accept it. You're just like, oh yeah, I guess, you know, the fish control my life.
1: I you listen, Pisces are bad. That's my opinion. So I was yeah. like, of course you'd do this to me.
0: I I I I have been scorned by one or too many Pisces in my life.
1: Yes. <laughs> me me too as well.
0: <laughs> I, w- I wish that I had video on this podcast just so everybody could see the hard knob you just did. <laughs>
1: I realized after nodding that I should verbalize it
0: because we're on a podcast so well um, you're so used to you do you do zooms for soft sound so you're used to being on like video
1: yeah which is funny because I also still haven't adapted to that and people send me messages laughing because they're like you just nod like a bobblehead the entire time and I'm like I need them to know the connection is working and that that I'm like hearing them
0: (laughs) Well, you haven't done like a face-to-face in so long. So for you, you're struggle busing because you don't know how to interact with humans. Listen, I did
1: my first Zoom interview like two weeks ago and now I've done like 10. But the first one was rough because I was like, I haven't even spoken to people I don't know in a year. And now I have to talk to two men I don't know over video who are too busy doing other stuff to listen to me. I was like sweating No, at the end of the interview, they said to me, I was like, oh, thanks for chatting with me. They're like, are you going to ask us any questions about our album? And I watched my whole life flash before my eyes because I was like, did I not? And then when I went back and listened after, I was like, what are they talking about? But for like two days, I was like, I'm bad at everything. I'm terrible. And then I was like, oh, no, this is just how I feel when I talk to men.
0: (laughs) Just make me feel bad. That's so funny. Like, uh, like I had mentioned to you, I have I have no direction for this fucking episode. I just needed I needed to come back. But it's it's so funny that you talk about that because you have been on that end of just struggling to make way into the like. You're like, oh, I was in the music industry and then all of a sudden I have to navigate this. Mm, yeah. Dude, you're like crushing I... it. Sorry. You're crushing it. You're doing oh, thank great. Thank
1: you. I'm trying. <laughs> I feel like a lot better about things now that I don't work in music full time. It's funny. I thought that that would be like selling out. But God, it's so much easier to be passionate about music stuff when I don't have to actually rely on it for my paycheck.
0: It's crazy. Like, I, I feel like a lot of my friends have been saying that as much as they love music. But it's like that uh, really cliche line in Nick and Nora when she's like, I feel like if I worked in music, I wouldn't love it the same.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's People so have true. asked. Yeah. People have asked me that before. They're like, um, I mean, I work in dentistry and that's always been my dream career, but people have asked me like why I don't work in music and like why I don't do the podcast like full-time or try to monetize it. I'm like, well, first of all, this was never about money. Like if anybody paid me to verbally shitpost, I, I just couldn't take their money. (laughs) Like, I just don't think that that's fair.
1: How long could you keep it going for? Because I feel like the problem is once you monetize a YouTube channel, a podcast, Mm -hmm. anything, the whole perspective changes. Because especially once your lifestyle changes, you're not talking about things from the same perspective anymore. And that's why so many family vloggers go from being, like, fun little cute families to watch to being unrelatable. Is they're like, look at my seven Lamborghinis. Look at my new Bermuda. Or they make a clickbait title that's, like, so sad we lost our house. It's like, because we bought a house
0: that's ten times bigger. Ah! <laughs> and it's like, what am I watching this for? Well, like, that's the thing, too. It's like, I could never... I well I could just never do that because I wouldn't have the freedoms that I do I mean I see channels on YouTube that really can't say anything like this one girl that I watch she can't even say like uh, she can't even say ass <laughs> or like something trouble. like that <laughs> yeah it's just it's just the way that like YouTube um it just censors everybody it's absolutely yeah. ridiculous
1: well it's funny because they added a new level to YouTube since the last time I was on there um, where now they go, hey, you can, like, self-review your video. So before we even have to take it through the review process, you can tell us what you said. And if you start telling us properly, then we'll trust that you're good at this and we'll trust your review more. So it was like, did you say any swears? Past... If you said it in the first 30 seconds of the video or, like, in the thumbnail or something, then they're like, then you're, like, this ranking. But if you say mm-hmm. it past the intro then you're actually like a better ranking and you can still get ads. And I was like, this is a bit, I don't know, this is getting pretty crazy. And this was not instated back when I was like originally on my channel. So I was like, this is a fun new little thing, I guess. <laughs> what's all this about? But. uh
0: So are you, so are you got to come back back? Like what? what's your plan? Like, what are you doing? Do
1: I ever have a plan? I don't even have no. Thoughts.
0: I don't know what I'm doing i was trying to explain to my room before before we did this i was explaining to him like what we were doing which we don't even know what we're doing yeah um, i was explaining to him i was like Paige is one of my favorite people because we've known each other on the internet for like five years and she does this thing where she hyperfixates on something for two months <laughs> and then i always ride her ass about it. i'm like yes let's do it like i get real like i i hype you the fuck up and then we both at the same time lose interest in it and then we it's do it so again
2: funny It's so
1: true. How many times have we been like, we're bringing back the podcast, let's do an episode, literally like four times in the last year and
0: a half. I've asked you seven, I think it's been seven times in the last year, let's do something. (laughs) And every time neither one of us has followed up. That's why I rode your ass this weekend. I was like, I'm holding myself accountable. That's why I tweeted about it because I've done, not just you, I've done this thing with like several people. Mm I'm, uh, what i did with you like i watched one of your videos followed you on everything and said we're best friends now and you said okay yeah um i did this with another youtuber his name is julian he runs the cozy representative okay i did the same fucking thing with him and i've asked him to collab like eight times and he said yes every time but i'm like listen our our thing is so different i'm gonna find something for us to do but i don't know what we're gonna do he's like okay rad that was like months ago (laughs) See, but it's so funny. You and I are the same person because we hyper fixate on something for like a long while. And we put all of our like might into it. And then we're like, eh, time for something else.
1: <laughs> this is OK. Listen, it's gotten to a point where I just thought that was like my stupid little quirk. And like I go through life being like, why do I do these things that I do? And then I go on TikTok this year and started seeing people talking about ADHD. And I was like, oh, fuck, I have ADHD. <laughs> And then I actually, like, called my doctor and had an appointment and was like, okay, these are the things I'm noticing. And she was like, I'm going to send you to somebody to talk about ADHD. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I've been waiting on a referral for four months. But I think there's a reason I have to fixate on things and I'm working on it so that I can maybe, like, do my job and stuff. I don't know.
0: But it's so funny. Like, it keeps it keeps me young. It really does. Because, like, watching you do, like, all these projects and then I piggyback off of it immediately. It's And fun, I'm just right? like... Oh, it's so fun. It keeps it's so life fun. interesting. It's so fun watching you do all these things because, like I said, I always involve myself no matter what it is. So I'm like, oh, yeah, so Paige is doing this thing. Cool. I can't wait to be a part of it.
1: God, and I love you for it. I love that we just both <laughs> match this level of chaos. But now that I work from home, it's really hard because I don't have anybody to be like, hey, what are you doing? Hey, come to this meeting. I'm just, like, s- sitting on my bed at a Zoom meeting with a virtual background so they think about my desk.
2: <laughs> like... <laughs>
0: I love that. But anyway, back to back to how this started again. uh, (laughs) We're just yelling about nothing. (laughs) Uh, What so what what are you doing with YouTube? Because I know you have soft sound and I know that that's kind of like a full time thing that you're doing. And, you know, you seem to be like going full steam ahead with it.
1: This is the problem is I get into phases where it's like I start being like, okay, let's do this. We got time. (laughs) We can do this. And then I start booking a bunch of interviews. And then as they all respond and say, yes, let's book an interview. I'm like, When am I going to do all this? Yeah. And then I panic. And then I look at... Right now I have 450 unread emails. And it's only that low because I've already opened like 800 of them. But haven't been able to do anything with them yet. Because I can't physically write 1,200 articles a week. (laughs) I'm just one (laughs) idiot. You can't? I'm just one idiot all by myself. (laughs) And now we've got contributors. But like I like I can't force them to do things and be like write 12 articles like I'm not gonna do that
0: oh please I could never I wrote one for you and I'm exhausted
1: (laughs) oh my god well it's hard it's like it's so hard it's just like a lot to keep up with and like I've gotten better at finding a rhythm to it but it's like if I have other stuff going on I can't focus on like being excited about a band and writing something that will actually get people interested and involved because it's like I don't know. There was a whole like six months where I didn't write anything for soft sound because I was like, the world is falling apart. I can't be excited about anything. How am I supposed to convince people they should listen to your song? So I started ramping it back up. It's doing well now. But then I missed having a space online or like wherever to talk about things that aren't music. And especially this year, being alone in my house, I kind of realized how many interests I have that don't fall under music that I've just been neglecting or not talking about because they don't fit in with the interests of the people around me. So I just kind of, like, keep them to myself and don't talk about them. But I feel like everybody kind of had that awakening this year where they're like, oh, maybe I have other things I like to talk about. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, like, make that space for myself separate. Because also the problem is if I'm managing bands and stuff too, why do i do so many things but <laughs> when Dude, i'm managing like seven too. jobs
0: right now you're insane <laughs>
1: and i only get paid for one of them what am i doing capitalism is just like this girl is our bitch she'll do whatever we want forever and i'm like
0: you're so whipped by capitalism I it's know. scary
1: but it's like it's like i'm whipped by capitalism but i'm not even reaping the benefits of it no I'm just not doing at all. all the work for nothing <laughs> for personal satisfaction what's wow. that
0: for a Canadian, you're real American right now. Oh,
1: my God. Listen, I'm <laughs> close enough to the border. Maybe I'm just getting a bit of each.
0: Yeah, right. Should I get oh dual citizenship gosh.
1: for this? I don't know. Do I want it? <laughs> should- I don't know.
0: No, I don't think you want it. I mean, it's it's not great right well, now. Well, I
1: mean, you guys are getting vaccinated and we're not, so.
0: That's true. I'm fully vaccinated. But God that's because damn. I work in dentistry. Oh, thank you. I didn't post it on uh, Instagram, so I don't know if it's legit.
1: <laughs> you make a good point. You better I, do that or else the government won't
0: know. Well, that's the thing. Like, should I post my card now? It's been like a month.
1: <laughs> yeah. And be like, I just wanted to let you guys have a chance first to feel what it feels like to be vaccinated. But I want you to know I'm vaccinated. The exclusive.
0: It's the exclusive. I still, you know, it's really crazy is that like, I act like I'm unvaccinated though. Like I still wear my mask <laughs> religiously and I'm just, I think I'm more scared now that I'm vaccinated than I was before I was vaccinated. Interesting. Why is that? I, I don't know why. And it's like. I think it's just because I feel like since I am vaccinated, I still have more of a responsibility to like still keep people safe more than before. Cause everybody was in the same boat. Like nobody was vaccinated. Now since I'm vaccinated, I'm in a different boat. And it's like, I feel like I have more of an obligation to be safer. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's scary. That makes sense
1: because you won't know the effects of if you get it now because you're, it won't affect you the same way, but you can still carry it
0: yeah it's it's fucking why i still like i i'm convinced that i probably won't go to a show until next year yeah depending on like who announces what like um my my roommate has tickets for riot fest like he he got them when it was announced last year and um my boyfriend wants to go because my kim um and i was like Sigh. i know that i'll go if they go mm-hmm. but i'm just like i don't know if i want to go to a festival even though i'm vaccinated
1: yeah it's <laughs> Well, it'll be interesting to see like what happens once more people are vaccinated and like how the numbers start to trend or if more variants pop up. Like as we see what actually is going to happen as opposed to what they're predicting, I think it'll be easier to make decisions. But like, it's stressful, man.
0: Well, it's like what guinea, what festival is going to be the guinea pig? That's either the super spreader event or the one that like, yeah, probably. Well, Bonnaroo still hasn't been canceled, and that's in June in Nashville
1: whoa
0: well it's in manchester but still tennessee interesting yeah i haven't seen anything on bonnaroo yet i mean obviously we all know coachella got um canceled that was in april yeah i don't know like riot fest might have a chance because that's september
1: yeah i've seen a lot of things starting to pop up for september my boyfriend just got invited to a wedding in september in the states (laughs) and i was like i wonder if the border will let us cross (laughs) like oh yeah that's true that
0: is very true well i see that the uk is opening up in june really but Boris doesn't give a fuck about any of them. I
1: don't think <laughs> Boris has two brain cells to rub together to figure out what he's doing half the time, which it's I can't my- be rude about because me neither. But like, <laughs> I'm not running a country, so I'm allowed to have no brain cells.
0: Right? Like, I I didn't take on that responsibility. So I'm right. I, I'm fine. Which I looked at my I've brain been-
1: cells and I said, no, no, I won't run the UK, actually. <laughs> I'd like to pass on the opportunity.
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you for considering me. But like, I think somebody else with less brain cells than me should do it.
1: It's, it's kind like of Billie insane. Eilish accepting awards at the Grammys. <laughs> She's like, "Thank you so much, but like, I don't deserve this. Everybody's so much better than me.
0: I can't. Oh my god. Well, since you since you opened up the Grammys, um, I thought that was a good segue. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, you're so good at this. This is why I had you on, because you're you're so smart. <laughs> oh
1: my god, my
0: we brain tell thanks you. <laughs> it's so funny to me because like before we get into the Grammys, it's like I I was terrified of doing the podcast again because I genuinely didn't know what to do because I was telling everybody like coming back is going to be weird because so much shit has happened like every pop punk band in, in the history of the world got canceled over the summer
1: goodbye
0: <laughs> <Bye>! <laughs> and I was just like well I can't talk I can't rehash that because everybody was already mad about it so what am I gonna do hey guys remember six months ago when all your favorite bands got canceled because everyone's a predator surprise we're gonna talk about it again <laughs> god I honestly
1: like- have hit such a point where it's like I don't even have feelings anymore when I hear about anything because I'm just like, yeah, like I expect everything to be bad at this point. And that's what upsets me is that like there's not even any like oh, I can't believe it when things happen anymore. I'm just like,
0: yeah. Oh, well, that that's was, what I you know. Like- well, you know what sucks is that like there's literally like no white dude that I can really support. Like I have. Like, I have favorite bands, don't get me wrong, but Mm -hmm. I just, like, can't back any white dudes anymore. Like, even bands that probably will never do anything, knock on wood. But, like, me without you, like, I'm not going to ride hard for a bunch of white dudes because who's to say they're not trash? Yeah.
1: Honestly, there's so many, like, I get weird about supporting so many people. Like, even, like, you know how I feel about the main. Yeah. I love those guys. Would kill or die for them. Like, for the last... God, that's a lot of years. I don't even want to start counting. I can't tell time anymore. But like when everything happened in June, when the protests started and they didn't say a word Mm -hmm. and then like they made a podcast or something where Pat was talking about like how they don't want to talk about everything going on because they want it to be like good vibes only. And like they don't want to have to talk about all that negative stuff. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden I had this moment where I was like, when people talk about the main being like the only unproblematic band in the scene, is it because they're actually good people or is it because they refuse to talk about anything so we don't hear them say anything bad, but we don't hear them say anything good either. And then That's I just the had thing. this like shift and now I feel so removed from them, which kind of sucks in a time when they just announced their new album today and I'm I like saw. <laughs> Like I didn't even feel anything.
0: Well, you know what bothers me is that like um I recently I mean you follow me on socials and you know, oh, I we sure talk do. a lot. <laughs> But like my problems with the me without you fan group, like Mm -hmm. I just um, the dudes in there, their responses are so like automated. It's like, are you a good person because you're not being disrespectful or it's because you're just not saying anything Mm -hmm. like thanks for your opinion. Bro, it wasn't an opinion. I called Jesse Lacey a predator. He just that's is. a fact he like <laughs> he literally admitted to it I don't think that a lot of people realize that he admitted to it yeah there's a statement about it it wasn't even a notes app it was a His Facebook whole
1: statement was just I'm a predator you should feel bad for my wife I'm a sex addict
0: dude my favorite part my absolute favorite part about that whole situation was Kevin Devine's uh, unasked for uh, statement he was like my friend Jesse It's really shitty that he, you know, he had, uh, you know, he had these, these issues, you know, this is literally like what it read like, you know, he had some issues, you know, I feel bad for that girl, you know, the girl. Yeah, I feel bad for her. Anyway, I had an addiction to alcohol for nine years. (laughs) I Dude, just... you should read it La- later when you have time, like oh, when I you're will. not doing your 76 jobs. You should read Kevin <laughs> Devine's uh, Unasked for Statement on Jesse Lacey. Oh,
1: my God, I will.
0: That was funny.
1: The, that was the catalyst for me leaving YouTube, too. I know. <laughs> it's so weird thinking back.
0: <laughs> Dude, that was so long ago, too, because I did a podcast episode on it. And I think that your your video came out like shortly after that. And I remember watching that video and I was like, holy shit, she is doing this. Oops.
1: Shouldn't have done this, but I did.
0: Dude,
1: I so... I just think it's funny that that is the only time YouTube has ever promoted my channel. Naturally. Because every other video I made, they were like, "Mm, we're sleeping. Sorry, we didn't see it. We're asleep. And then I put out this video and they go, what if we show it to a quarter of a million people? What then? I was like, why? Why that many? Why only men? Why did you
0: just show it to red pill dudes? Why did you do that? Oh my God. And the fact that like you got dragged by like the most basic, most hated dudes on YouTube. Like, mm, I'm not going to say what's his face, his name, yeah. but the, the fact best. that he is like one of the most hated white dudes in like the community
1: yeah. My favorite well, is t- that I keep getting dragged back into it every time Twitter realizes they don't like him again. And I'm like, could you please just, like, not bring me into this? Like, they really? tag me and they're like, well, did you guys see what he said about her? But my favorite part, like, not to get into it, but, like... I mean, you can f- if you want. No, but it just bothers me that, like, when it happened, he made a 20-minute long video telling everybody to go, like, attack my parents. And, like it wasn't even about the video it was like attacking my my actually it's funny he went after my ex-boyfriend and was Mm -hmm. like well what's she gonna do if he she finds out like somebody says he's a predator she's just gonna believe them and then like break up with him because of something somebody said and you know what that's what happened happened happened. he just was a predator so I broke up with him that's exactly what I did because why would I anyways so it was just funny foreshadowing my ex literally had like a mental breakdown when he heard about the video and ran at work to the bathroom to go watch the whole thing to see what was said about him and then when he found out it was just like a hypothetical and not actual facts he was like the video's fine I was like okay I never watched it so I was like all right whatever
0: Oh, I love that. You know, it's really funny. Another thing that brings us together. We've both had 20-minute long YouTube videos about us, dragging us for no reason.
1: Oh my god, love that for us, honestly. It keeps us humble. Really- <laughs> Mine keeps was that I'm in a social our climber. Place as women.
0: I'm I'm apparently a social climber that uses people. Yet my podcast hasn't done anything in almost a year, and I'm pretty sure nobody like famous is trying to you know, help me uh, social climb. So, and I have three friends.
1: Oh my God. Congratulations on your climbing skills. (laughs) Thank you. My ladder must be broken. I'm climbing a (laughs) stepladder. Cool. I'm climbing a
0: stepladder right now. I was, uh, Yeah, I should have just checked, um, you know, how many subscribers you have on YouTube. So I knew whether or not we should talk or not.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, don't check now because uh, I left the channel two years ago and lost a thousand of them. But like, honestly, it was probably all the mean guys. So I'm pretty happy about it, actually, because that was the problem. it was like I posted men? I tried staying on the channel for a bit after and I would post a video about like five seconds of summer and like mm-hmm. their new album and then people would be like mm, I hope you rot in hell I hope your father kills you and I'd be like mm, but did you like the album what do you think about Calum Hood like
0: <laughs> anyway T- that's what that's what's insane to me is that like see I didn't know all that happened until you recently told me when, yeah, I don't talk when you and I were talking it was about it, stressful. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I didn't know about that though. And still, when because that guy gets brought up pretty often, just because of the people that he talks about and everybody that you know was on my timeline hates him. Yeah, but I'm just like, I never see you get brought up, and it's just so weird to me how there's like a whole separate part of your life Ouch, that sorry. somehow I don't know about. <laughs> Okay,
1: well, I forgot, actually, to say the rest of the thing I was going to say. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, go especially on. especially why I'm going through for an ADHD diagnosis. I can't keep a thought. Um, but I just, um, I thought it was crazy that, like, he made this whole video that was, like, I, like literally threatening me, apparently. I, I like, you I actually watch never watched it, but my dad watched it and was just like, maybe I'll get some Instagram followers. And I was like, Dad, this is not important. Um, but, like... From what I got from my friends watching it, like, they all sent me messages, like, worried. So I was like, you must be worried for a reason.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And nobody ever made a big deal about it being like, that's the wrong thing to do to a person you don't know, who, like, never even did anything to you besides tell you to get off your high horse and stop being an asshole to kids on the internet. <laughs> and, oh, like no. <laughs> But everybody started getting mad when they could use me as, like, a chess piece to prove why he's bad to their favorite artist so it was like nobody was actually mad about what he said to me or what he did to me they were just like oh but also he said this mean thing to her so that's why we should be mad at him now so it was like nobody was like we think this is a shitty thing he did to this girl it was just like we can bring this up in our long list of things for why we should cancel him because he said something bad about our favorite artist and I was like okay, like, I guess I'll be your chess piece. Like, keep bringing me up because then it just makes him and his followers all come after me again. Like, if you want to just leave me out of it, I would prefer it, but I know you need me as a chess piece to, like,
0: but defend But not necessarily. You know, what's, you know what's crazy is that, like, before I even knew that that happened to you, I saw a thread about all, like, the really gross shit that he has said, and I'm just like, there's so many things to go after him for that you're not needed at all. Yeah. Well, I I got pulled into that
1: thread, and then they started tagging me in it, and then they started tagging him in it, being like, we want you to account for this, and all the things people were saying weren't even true, so I was like, oh, well, don't even, don't blow it up now, like, this isn't even what happened. Like, people were like, he got mad at her because her dad works for Donald Trump, and I was like, who said that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even live in America.
2: (laughs) Just, like, oh my insane. god
0: so I was like
1: well, well don't blow that up like oh my god
0: well one of the weirdest things was there was something people were trying to go after him about like gross shit that he said about Haley Williams when she was underage but I'm like she was 19 when he said these things so I'm just like yeah they're gross I mean white men are disgusting and they don't treat women with respect but like she was 19 so yeah.
1: and he's younger than her is he yeah he's only a little bit older than me
0: Okay, so that makes a lot of sense.
1: But I think it was because at the time that he said it, he was overage saying, I wish she was still a teenager. So everybody was like, that's gross. Oh, okay. I think that was a very, like, semantic type argument to make just because, like, it really depends on, like
0: he says so many other things yeah. that people should drag him through the mud for that that was just not it's 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 just the fact that Paramore fans were really upset. So they're that just was trying to how I on. got
1: dragged into it. I was going to leave her name out of it just in case we were trying to be more subtle. But like uh. it was like, yeah, they were mad because of things he said about Haley. So then they were all of a sudden like, well, look at what he said about this girl. I was like, OK, but you're only say- like nobody was actually upset about it when it happened. Nobody's been <laughs> upset about it for the last two years. You're only bringing it up to make a point for why you're mad at him. But nobody was ever actually mad about it. <laughs> it's just being brought up now as like, and another thing. And I'm like, just don't bring me up. Leave me out. Well, I you was, was like, st- I'm like, even,
0: not even on YouTube anymore. You don't have yeah. to worry about me. But now I'm well, going to be, be on YouTube.
1: Stupid, so I don't know.
0: Is that she, he what he, he he's like one of those people that like loves being the villain because it gets him attention so when Haley called him out and like said this that and the other thing about him that was the worst thing she could have done because she made him relevant and now he just like talks so much shit about everything that she puts out and then paramore fans go after it and that's what he wants he Mm -hmm. doesn't care about being the villain most of these white men do not care about being the villain because they want clicks they all want to be the devil's advocate (laughs) it's just their happy place I can't I uh I made the mistake of joining a Julian Baker fan group on Facebook oh how'd that go uh not great I almost got kicked out after a week sick (laughs) because I said because I don't know his name I think his name is like you know what I'm even gonna I'm not even gonna give any white man on YouTube attention but there's another white man with glasses Uh (laughs) you know who I'm talking about sure do he uh he reviewed Julian Baker's album and I I didn't read I didn't watch it I'm gonna be the first one to say that but from what I knew about it I was like oh another white man saying that a an album made out of women's trauma is boring wow how shocking
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then the first person that commented was a white man <laughs> and I was like Ooh. this is what I'm talking about <laughs> exhibit and then, like, A somebody- like. Yeah, and then they d- they really do all the work for us. And then mm-hmm. someone goes, well, he gave Punisher a great review. And I was like, Punisher and Little Oblivions are not the same theme at all. No. One is like, Ju- Julian Baker wrote, uh, wrap Orion's belt around my neck and kick the chair. Phoebe Bridgers has been talking about death since like 2016. <laughs> like, we are not the same.
1: Yeah. Phoebe Bridgers, I find her so interesting just cuz like she fully is like yeah i'm literally just copying like my favorite artist and like recreating that music <laughs> and we, I'm can, like, oh, we, okay. we can okay
0: we could segue into what we were talking about before with uh related to the grammys and how Oh true. Yeah, <laughs> right? Circa- we're circling back. The Grammys. <laughs> the Grammys. Well, you know, i don't really have much opinion about the Grammys. so it's good yeah. that we had other shit to talk about. But, um, I remember you and I were talking about Phoebe Bridgers and like how mm-hmm. nominations kind of work. And it's just, I hate, I hate to say it. I'm going to preface this before anybody tries to send me death threats. Um, I love Phoebe. Mm-hmm. She's one of my favorite artists. I'm wearing her, uh, scaly sweatpants right now. I kind of live in them. Nice. Yes. So, but I just don't think anything she does is groundbreaking and her not winning any grammy makes a lot of sense.
1: I think here's my little conspiracy theory. I feel like they Oh, work, do Shane this... Dawson? Oh. Hey, what's up you guys? Yes. Did you fuck your cat? No. I will not speak for Shane Dawson <laughs> because I don't trust that man.
0: I mean, nobody should. He's and anyway.
1: Yes. Go um, on. Yeah. So my theory is just that sometimes the Grammys looks and goes, hey, Phoebe Bridgers has a lot of attention this year. Everybody's obsessed with her. If we nominate her for a ton of awards, people will watch the entire show to see if she wins any of them. They will watch from beginning to end to make sure they see all of her categories. And if she doesn't win, they'll talk about it more than they would if she won. Because if she won, they'd be like, whoa, she won. We're so excited. Whereas if she doesn't win, they're going to be talking about it next year. They're going to be talking about it the whole year being like, can't believe that happened. So they're just using her essentially for promo by being like here you have all these awards nothing nothing cuz i also think it's crazy when they invite artists to perform and then are like but you're good enough to be here for this or you're good enough to be nominated for four awards but you're not actually good enough to like get anything <laughs> especially in a year when you have to be so selective about who's there it just seems like they're doing it to be like how can we get the fans to talk about this the most amount possible
0: you know that's how I feel. I remember that's what sparked this whole thing is because I agreed with you because we were talking about the weekend and oh, like what right. happened with him. Yeah, God, remember I we were saying that. Yeah, well, now his latest thing is that he said that he will never put in uh, to be nominated. I was like, bruh.
1: Well, that's my favorite thing actually because Bieber. Remember Bieber got mad at the Grammys because he mm-hmm. was like, they nominated my album for pop instead of R and B. You yeah. have to submit your nominations. Like you have to be like, I'm submitting it for this category. You don't just submit it and go, do what you want, bye. And you, like,
0: you off. know, Scoots Scoots does all that, and you know, Scootsy Bootsy. Ain't or gonna... like the
1: label, like like it could have just been somebody at his label who was like, we always submit it for this, so we just submit it for this. And then like, Bieber in his head was like, this should have been an R and B award that I won. So it's like, but but did anybody communicate that to the person sending the submissions through, like? Because it's not like they would even get it and be like, hmm, they submitted this for R&B, but we think it's pop, so we'll just move it over. They're going to just look at the nominees for that category. You don't get, like, bumped if they're like, we think you'd be better over here. And then they, like, bring you somewhere else. Like, the Grammys do not give a shit. <laughs> well, my- Unless it works super different from every other award show that I've ever worked with. But, like, I'm pretty certain that.
0: I don't even it's know like what Justin Bieber even put out this year because he just puts out stuff like, continuously and nothing that I heard from Bieber sounded R and B. So I don't know what he thinks R and B stands for. It's not root beer. No. (laughs) I I know. I'm sorry. I didn't want to shatter that illusion. Oh my God. I know. (laughs) But yeah, I'm (laughs) Root and beer. Yeah. (laughs) The weekend is wild, man. I I respect the hell out of him. Um Mm -hmm. because First of all, didn't he spend like millions of dollars of his own money on that uh, Super Bowl performance?
1: I think so. But I also don't know, like, because there were definitely sponsors involved. So I don't know how all of that works, because I actually didn't realize that people don't get paid to play the Super Bowl and also that they don't get paid to do set design and
0: stuff. So like, I am completely out of the loop up here. (laughs) Why is anybody doing the Super Bowl then? (laughs)
1: Right. Like, I get it's promo, but it always seems like everybody's just more mad about it than anything else. (laughs) I couldn't believe the people that were like, why is The Weeknd performing? He's not even a big deal. I was like, to who? Like, is it just because I'm in Canada? Because I kind of thought he was a huge deal.
0: Blinding Lights was one of the biggest songs. Yeah. Blinding Lights was fucking huge. It's like my roommate doesn't listen to the radio. He just listens to his own music or he listens to like Sirius XM. Um, yeah. He listens to like sports podcasts and shit. Um, he knew "Blinding Lights" from Fortnite. Oh, so I'm just like it was fucking everywhere. Yeah. So and I'm that's just the thing like, like, is like
1: even like the hills. Yeah. Like, um, can't feel my face.
0: Can't feel my face was huge when that came out.
1: What about "Worth It" off the Fifty Shades of Shade <sighs> Fifty Shades of Grey soundtrack? That okay. song was
0: huge for some reason. You can't tell me that there's a different version of that song in that movie than there is that exists anywhere the recording of that song when they're doing that scene of her in the car and he's singing i was like it's more of an isolated vocal than anything i could find and it pisses me off because it's only for like 10 seconds and i'm like "Ah, damn it i gotta watch 50 shades of gray every time i want to hear that
1: I've never actually seen the movie. I just worked on the soundtrack. Okay, but... um, Oh, wait. Do you want to hear a fun story about that? I would love to. I worked on the soundtrack, and we had to obviously get people to buy the soundtrack, so we did giveaways. And uh, tied in with the Fifty Shades soundtrack, they had a bunch of toys available (laughs) related to the movie (laughs) that I had to order to the office for us to do giveaways (gasps) with. And so a box of toys showed up at the office with my name on them, and my boss was like... Page, why do you have a hundred dildos? What the fuck is going on? And I was like, they're for work. And he was like, what? (laughs) I was like, um, my bot, like this person maybe ordered them. And he was like, no. Yeah, I was like, look at them. They're all branded. It's Fifty Shades of Grey. We're working it, like that was almost a terrible time in my life also i was like terrified i was like so low down the food chain i was just always scared of everybody so i was like please don't make me go through this situation
0: right now were they the branded ones that like adam and eve sells that says like 50 shades of gray on them
1: probably there was like blindfolds and all sorts of stuff and i was like great thanks why do i have to order this order it yourself please let me put your name on the box
0: like i don't want to do this here you go Paige. order a bunch of dicks (laughs) God, I love that. That's what working
1: in the music industry is like.
0: (laughs) It's just dicks everywhere in every form. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody kind of gathered that. Yeah. I remember we were also talking about uh, another person that was allegedly snubbed and that was Halsey.
1: Yeah.
0: We love Halsey.
1: Well, also Halsey came out as um, non-binary this weekend. God, that was awesome. I feel like, like they're really coming into themselves.
0: Yeah, and well, like, there was no, there was like no big announcement, so I'm kind of waiting yeah. for the announcement, or maybe there will be no announcement. Maybe that was the announcement because yeah. a lot of people saw it because it was on Halsey updates, and then everybody right. saw it. And like, they yeah. really
1: blasted it out there, like the update accounts really made sure it
0: went everywhere. But uh,
1: <laughs> pew, yeah, pew, like pew. it's just cool to see. Like I don't know, maybe it's just pew. this year having time off the road. It seems like a lot of people are having like a lot of clarity.
0: Yeah, right. Things. I also saw that um, there was like talks on um, when you mention someone that's non-binary instead of calling them k- queen or or king, you call them your Majesty. <laughs> Ooh, right? Doesn't it yeah, sound more powerful? Our majesty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more powerful than king or queen. Yeah, I, I love Ooh, that. Fancy. Ooh, yeah oh my gosh Yeah, definitely
1: snubbed manic was an amazing album and like
0: my favorite album
1: even like i know the pop category was probably pretty strong this year i mean like dua lipa's album was really good um bts did they only get nominated for dynamite
0: i think so and i saw a lot of k-pop stands saying that um the grammys just used them for clout and then didn't um you know didn't do anything i think
1: that's the grammy's full approach these days is just what can we do to piss off the most number of people because it's the only time people talk about us because they don't take us seriously anymore
0: maybe that's why i mean Billie eilish deserves everything and more but maybe that's why she keeps winning
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i mean because people seem to get more upset when she wins right which is ridiculous i mean like did you see um her documentary I didn't get a chance to watch it yet because I couldn't figure out where everybody was watching it. It sounded like it was on Apple. It was Music on Apple. Or something. So what okay. you could do is um, you can get a free trial and it, it's free oh. for seven days. And like after I watched it, I canceled it and you could still get it for seven days for free. So okay, I watched perfect. it. I watched it at my second job because I don't do shit at that job. And mm-hmm. I, um I don't know. I was disappointed in it because now I don't know the direction that they were going to go with it, but Basically it just chronicled her in like three or four major cities on her tour. And like the big takeaway was like, she was actually in a relationship when she said that she wasn't. Oh yeah. Like she was in a relationship with the, with this guy. I think he's a rapper. Um, I forget his real name, but uh, she referred to him as Q and um, I don't know for me, Billie Eilish has faced so many challenges with her body And so many people attacking her for that, that I feel like that could have been a good opportunity to highlight how bad it was, unless Mm -hmm. she does. That's not the direction she wanted to go with that documentary. and Because I was thinking about the Framing Britney Spears documentary. I haven't watched it yet.
1: I watched that one. Yeah.
0: It scares the shit out of me. I watched D'Angelo's 10 minute video on it. And I've been meaning to watch it. But I'm just like in a time where Framing Britney Spears is out and there's just a lot going on in terms of like, you know, attacking women for their body and everything. I feel like Billy could have had that opportunity to really like drive that home because everybody was really excited about that documentary. But I don't know. I really can't I really can't blame a 19 year old for deciding to not include that in a documentary about her own life.
1: It's a. Yeah. I feel like the framing Britney Spears documentary really, like, just gets me fired up about the way people talk about a lot of things. Like, well, even the fact that, like, look, both of us have had 20-minute videos on the internet just trying to destroy us for what? (laughs) For what? Existing. Like, I said, bands, we shouldn't, like, use an audience to promote young girls to go into a, like, literally walk into the Dragon's Den, where they are the prime target, like, I remember. So I guess I deserve to be murdered by my own
0: parents. Like whatever. (laughs) I remember watching that video and I just felt the internet coming for you. I felt it, man. And it was, it was sad because you had so many good points and you were saying just whatever everybody else was saying. I mean, I'm, i made a very similar, um, I mean, I didn't do a whole episode on it, but like I talked extensively about some of the stuff that you were talking about and all you really said was brand new doesn't deserve a platform. And yeah. The the short of it is why people. It's are not bad.
1: like anybody's saying like don't listen to it in your spare time, but just like don't continue promoting them to new people and like sending people thinking it's a good idea to I don't know. Right. It's like I was I was really disorganized in that video, but it's also because like personal trauma comes up when you talk about those things if you've been through it. So it's like right. I don't know, you get a little disorganized because your brain is just going, no, no, no,
0: bad, bad, bad. Don't talk. Don't talk. And you're like, Ooh. I see it's 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 funny that we're having this conversation right off the heels of me having to, you know, talk about this to a bunch of 40 year old white men and that me without you group over the weekend. Ugh. And it's just like people don't get it. And that's what's scary yeah. is that like I was at the end of my rope. And I was um, voice memoing my friend because I was in distress because I didn't know what to do. I didn't have like somebody above me to take care of it. And I think that's it's really scary. And it's just I've come to a point with dealing with white dudes that I don't know. (laughs) Like, I really don't know what to do. I don't know what the the fix is and I don't know how to get through to them. And I also feel just hella unsafe, you know, Mm hmm.
1: Well, that's the thing, too, is it's not even like there's an open dialogue. It's like you say something, it's immediately taken as an attack on them. And it's like, if you see this as an attack on you, then why? What did you do? Right. And
0: it's like they were going so hard for him. And I'm just like, for what reason, though? Like Brand New's not even really, they're not a band anymore. They haven't been since that statement was put out. And it's like, if you still listen to their music, like, hey, if you bought their record, you already gave them money. You know, and that's how I felt like my friend Sal did the episode with me when we were talking about Jesse Lacey and he was questioning whether or not he should burn his records, what he should do. And I was like, you already gave them your money, you know, it's too late to
1: like. Undo yeah, exactly. That.
0: It's like when anybody gets canceled, that's the first thing like people burning their Nikes, like, bro, you already fucking bought them yeah the only thing i can think of is if you want to donate them or if you want to try to sell them for face value that's the only thing i yeah. can think of but destroying stuff that you already bought what are you getting out of that
1: just adding to our wasteful culture right like
0: i'm supposed to stop drinking out of a straw but you're gonna fucking burn vinyl yeah i don't think those fumes are good for the environment Their <laughs> <laughs> planet is dying Same. and it's because you hate jesse Lacey. And it's because of Jesse (laughs) Lacey. Jesse Lacey caused climate change. So unfortunately, that is all I have uh, for my conversation with Paige because my laptop died. And by the time I got my charger, uh, she had to go back to work. Uh, She only... Um, had an hour to spare with me. And I just think that it's really funny that the last thing that I have as my laptop was dying is Paige saying the earth is dying and it's Jessie Lacey's fault. So um, she said that if I needed her to, she would record an outro for me, but I just don't think it gets any better than that personally. Um, It was super fun to have somebody that I've been friends with online for so long. We've met in person once and um, she's just one of my favorite people on the internet that I am very lucky to call a friend. Um I've I've known Paige for I I think at least 5 years, probably more at this point, but I I really did just find her on my YouTube recommended one day a couple years ago and she was talking about vinyl and I know this is going to sound crazy but I just never really saw any channels of women talking about vinyl. I mean, of course they exist. I'm not saying that Paige is the only person doing it, but she was recommended to me and it uh, it resonated with me because as you guys can probably tell, we have very similar sense of humor and, you know, we get along really well, but it was just really cool because I had never really made friends with anybody that collected records the way I did. I mean, I know everybody... I'm friends with has at least a couple of records or, you know, they love the idea of vinyl, but never anybody with like a collection. And I just thought it was really cool. And that's kind of how we became friends. I followed her on all social medias and I just started talking to her on Twitter about like, how I thought it was really cool that she did um, like monthly vinyl reviews and stuff like that. And our friendship kind of just grew from there. And we have done so many collaborations together as you guys heard in the episode. Every time Paige has picked up a new project or something that she wants to do, I've been right there alongside her. She's sold my merch in her old merch store. Um, I've put her in my zines before. I I write for Soft Sound Press, which is her um which is her blog and her music her music thing and it's really great and there's so many contributors to that. She works so hard on it. She's she's one of my Biggest role models as, as far as friends go because she's just like so passionate about everything that she does, whether it's for a month, a year, w- whatever amount of time it is. She puts her heart into everything she does, and I just think that if you guys um, don't uh, know who she is already, definitely go to her page and check out everything she does and check out Soft Sound Press because Soft Sound puts out so many good reviews. So many cool people on there. So many people that I have heard of before but never really had any sort of friendship with that now we're Twitter mutuals and it's awesome and it's just so cool to see a new community of positivity just come out of something so great. So I'm going to link everything in the show notes. Please check out Paige. Please check out Soft Sound Press. I promise you won't regret it and I promise that they do really cool reviews on there. Ones of um albums that are probably your favorites as well as mine. There's a really nice Julian Baker review about Faith Healer. I did a review on Haley's record, um, Flowers for Phases. Just definitely go check it out. There's something for everyone on there. And with that, that's episode sixty-three I'm sorry it took so fucking long to do, but it's good to be back. I've already, in the midst of editing this episode, I've already made plans to make another episode this weekend. Hopefully that pans out and hopefully it turns out just as great as this one. It's really nice having so many friends um, so willing to help me out and people that are so willing to listen and try to get this podcast back to where it used to be. Um, I miss talking about things that are relevant and things that are important and just having conversations with people, quite honestly. um, It's been really difficult just passing around ideas to the same two, three people every day for the last year. And it's really cool to get different perspectives from different um, parts of the industry. Paige was pretty engulfed in live music and you know, she manages bands and does all of these really cool things. And it's cool to see how she's coming out the other side of that. I mean, I don't work in music and I'd never have worked in music. So the only thing I know is that I like music (laughs) as, as silly as that sounds, but it's really nice having people from all walks of life, have a cool conversation about things that they've been going through as far as transitions goes. I mean, anybody listening has probably gone through at least one or two if not more transitions since the pandemic has started so it's nice to see people on the uh, like on the outside of that now I mean I know if I made this episode last year who knows where you know Paige was or where I was or where anybody listening was so it's nice that a year later it seems to be on the upswing as far as people's personal personal journey and I'm looking forward to more of that. I can't wait to put out new content. I can't wait to bring you guys more 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 good stuff. So uh I almost forgot how to end my own podcast. Honestly, I almost forgot how to use Audacity for a second. Uh I'm using headphones for the first time in my podcast life because, you know, I just had them on while I was editing and I decided that I was just gonna leave them on. So probably not going to do that in the future. Not a big fan of it. I don't know how any other podcaster does it, but kudos to you guys out there. (laughs) But, uh, I've made playlists, uh, on my Spotify for months about songs that I wanted to play and artists I wanted to highlight that I just feel like there's so much going on that I'm missing out on so much, but I promise you guys, I will bring you as much new music or as much, um, music as I can, uh, give you guys as possible. And I really, really wanted to bring you guys this uh, this band, uh, this band Oceanator. Um, it's just basically uh, made up of one woman. She is super awesome. She's actually working right now in the studio with Barty Strange, who is another artist who I think is so immensely talented. Barty's put out one of the best records last year. It's called Live Forever. Uh, it is on constant rotation in my house. Me and my boyfriend listen to uh, Boomer all the time in the car. There's this new Nashville radio station called 91.1 WNXP. They play um, like indie music and they play like Nashville music and they play like all sorts of good stuff and they play Boomer all the time. And I will sit in my car in my driveway and let that song finish when it's on. So if you guys somehow missed out on Live Forever, definitely go check check that out. That record has something for everybody I was listening to it yesterday and I was like, I don't know what he was doing when he made this record, but I hope he does that forever. Uh, he's immensely talented. And so is Oceanator. This uh, this record, Things I Never Said, it came out in August of last year and it is just start to finish a really incredible record. I cannot wait to hear uh, the collaboration between her and Bartiz. I'm sure it's going to be incredibly amazing. And yeah, I, I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, before I go. Oh my God, this is so weird. Um, you guys can follow me on Twitter, which is basically the only social media platform that I consistently use, which is weird because I feel like the last time I recorded, I was not on Twitter. But anyway, it's Rebel Hearts Girl, And then I'm pretty active on Instagram, more so on Instagram stories than anything. And that is Sam is Socks, And that's pretty, and you guys can email me at rebelheartspodcast at gmail.com. However, I've been so bad at Um, doing anything as far as submissions or anything goes just because I got so stuck in a rut with what I was going to do with Rebel Hearts that I just didn't reply to anybody. So if you send me an email, I promise I will read it. I don't know if I'll respond because I'll probably forget, but I'm trying in 2021 to do a lot better and to bring more stuff from the email submissions to the podcast. And the Facebook group is pretty much dead. So I'm not really going to give that out. But if you guys want to follow Rebel Hearts on Facebook, go ahead, give it a like. But it's been hard to keep up with all socials. And I would give the website link, but rebelheartspodcast.com isn't the real one right now because like I said... Uh, it's like 200 bucks to maintain that a year. And I just don't have that right now. So if you guys want my website link, just go to um, either Instagram or Twitter and just click that, click that really, really long wix.com link, and it'll bring you to the website and you guys can get everything you need on there. And that's pretty much it. I'm so excited to be back. I can't wait to record this weekend and bring you guys new and great stuff. And yeah, see you guys at the front. Here is Walk With You.